Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. The Buffalo Bills hire Bobby Babbage to be the next defensive coordinator. We're going to break it all down today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, folks, it happened. The Buffalo Bills have promoted Bobby Babbage to be the next defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, a move that I am very excited about. It was exactly the coach I was hoping to take this spot, and here we are. So we're going to break it down here for you today. We're going to talk about who Bobby Babbage is why you should be excited, what concerns exist, and what Bobby Babbage has to figure out now as this team's defensive coordinator. And so let's start here. Sean McDermott is no longer the defensive coordinator. Thought he did a nice job in 2023, figured some things out along the way when he dealt with a bunch of injuries. There was obviously a lull in the middle of the season. They finished strong. And then, of course, the playoff exit against Kansas City was certainly not a great uh, performance by his defense. And so after Leslie Frazier takes a year off, Sean McDermott handles things in 2023, and Bobby Babbage has this opportunity now to run this defense. And so let's talk about who Bobby Babbage is. He's 40 years old, was born in Oklahoma, played his college football at North Dakota State as a cornerback, a four-year player for the Bison. He's the son of Bob Babbage, who is a long, long, long time coach in both the college ranks and the NFL ranks. He was in college from 1984 to 2002, culminating with his opportunity to be the head coach at North Dakota State for uh, his final stint in college. And then he's in the NFL from 2003 to 2021. His last job in the NFL was actually as the Bills linebackers coach. He held that job from 2017 to 2021. Prior to that, he did have time as the defensive coordinator for the Bears. He was a defensive coordinator for the Jaguars. And so he's the son of a long-term coach. And now he has an opportunity to be an NFL defensive coordinator. And perhaps he has bigger aspirations than that. Excuse me. Obviously, this is a great opportunity for him. And I'm sure a proud moment for the Babbage family. So Bobby Babich got his first coaching opportunity 2006 with Kent State as a grad assistant. Then he spent three years with Eastern Illinois as their secondary coach before his first NFL opportunity came in 2011, where he was an administrative assistant for the coaching staff with the Carolina Panthers. This is where his relationship with Sean McDermott begins. Then in 2012, he was a defensive assistant for Carolina. 2013 through 15, he was an assistant DB coach for the Cleveland Browns. 
Then in 2016, he went to FIU. He went to the college ranks to be the secondary coach there and the defensive passing game coordinator. And then the big move, 2017, he comes to Buffalo. He's part of that initial staff with Sean McDermott. He's originally the Bills' assistant defensive backs coach in 2017. Then in 2018, he's the the safeties coach, held that job from 2018 to 2021. And then the past two years, he's been the Bills' linebackers coach. Now he's the defensive coordinator. And so, like I said at the beginning of this, this was exactly the coach I was hoping the Bills would put as the defensive coordinator. And I became nervous that this would happen. And the reason is because he was getting plenty of interest from other teams at interview requests with the Miami Dolphins, the Green Bay Packers, and the New York Giants. And what's similar about all three of those teams? They all have offensive-minded head coaches that need to get themselves a defensive coordinator figured out. And this is a coach that I think everyone kind of understands in Bobby Babich that he's on the trajectory to becoming a head coach. And I thought to myself, if that's my objective, if I want to be an NFL head coach, my best move if I'm Bobby Babich is probably to go coach one of those other teams if I was presented that job opportunity to go to Miami or Green Bay or the Giants and be the defensive coordinator there because you get out from under Sean McDermott. You go to Green Bay or the Giants or Miami and you run a good defense there, there's not a question in the world about who gets that credit, right? It leaves no doubt. And so my concern was that if he stayed in Buffalo, he would view that as, well, he'll be under Sean McDermott and, you know, will he get the credit? Well, we don't have to think about that because Bobby Babich is the Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator. And I certainly am happy that he gets to do that with Sean McDermott still as the head coach and is obviously going to be a great resource for Bobby Babich as he takes over this opportunity. So, yeah, I was nervous about it. Um, but it winds up working out. And I'm sure Bobby Babich feels a level of loyalty to Sean McDermott um, for the kind of the the glow up here. And I'm sure there's some familiarity and comfort that he has with the players in Buffalo and um, probably pretty excited about his opportunity to coach for a team like the Bills that, you know, are have been one of the best teams in the league over the last several seasons. And he's been a big reason why. And so, very exciting for Bobby Babbage to have this opportunity, and there's plenty of reasons to be excited. Let's let's get into that now. Well, the first reason I'm excited about Bobby Babbage is everything he has touched in Buffalo has turned to gold. We talked about it. He starts off as the safeties coach, and that coincides with Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde becoming an elite pair of NFL safeties. They both have all pro seasons under Bobby Babbage. And the way that they speak about Bobby Babbage, you can tell there's a lot of respect there. So that's success story number one. Then in 2022, he becomes the linebackers coach, which is exactly when Tremaine Edmonds has his best season of his career, along with, of course, Matt Milano. So that was amazing in 2022. Then this past season, Terrell Bernard becomes an impact starter for this team, not to mention Tyrell Dotson as a depth player being able to step in and really help this team when Matt Milano went down. And so there's just a great track record here. There's so much success. There's example after example of Bobby Babbage getting his hands on something and that something becoming the best version of itself. I mean, what more could you say about a coach is that 
whenever he has the opportunity to work with it, it becomes better and performs at an extremely high level, oftentimes exceeding what anybody expected. What more can you ask for? And certainly the resume and you know his life as a son of a coach, there's just a lot here that's very, very likable. He's on that on that really nice trajectory as a young coach. And he's been groomed for this opportunity by Sean McDermott, right? And that's part of what gives me comfort here is how well he should be supported in Buffalo. Obviously, Sean McDermott, but John Butler, a highly respected secondary coach. You do have Al Holcomb, who's got a great resume in the NFL. So there's good support in place to help a young coach like this on the defensive side of the football. And it's his time. It's his time to do it. I think the big question that a lot of people have is, will he call plays? My guess is that he will. I've listened to Sean McDermott talk about uh, his assistant coaches in the past and how important he believes it is to empower them. And I think if you're truly, if you're going to hire Bobby Babich and give him this opportunity to be the defensive coordinator, it's it's my belief, and I could be wrong. I haven't, nobody's commented on this yet. We don't know the answer. But it's my belief that he should have this opportunity to call the plays as well. So we don't know that answer based on what Sean McDermott has said about assistant coaches. What I've heard assistant coaches tell me about Sean McDermott is that I think they're going to have the opportunity. He's going to have the opportunity to really run this defense and call it. So that would be my expectation. A couple of things I also want to add here as we talk about all the exciting components of this, and I'm recording this pretty quickly after the news came through, but Tyrell Dotson uh, tweeted out uh, the following. I'd love to read that to you real, read that for you real quick here. Tyrell Dotson said, if I wanted to say everything I have about Bobby, I would run out of space. Best coach I've ever had, hands down. Believed in me before everyone else did. Rose the bar for myself. I'm not surprised one bit. You not only earned this, but much deserved. And then uh, love in the heart emoji. Eric Wood also tweeted out. He said, Bobby is one of the smartest coaches I've been around. Incredible energy and one of the best developer, uh, developers of talent I've witnessed. And again, there could be more by the time you're listening to this, but as I try to record very quickly to get this out for everyone, uh, we've seen some really nice comments come through. And as I remember uh, Poyer and Hyde speak about Bobby Babich as well, it feels like it's just a lot of love all around, a lot of respect, and it sounds like the players are really excited uh, for this as well. All right, on the other side of this, we're going to talk about what concerns exist and what does Bobby Babich have to figure out, and there's actually quite a bit there. So we're going to break that down all here for you in just a moment, so be sure to stick with me. Passion, drive, and patience, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Folks, if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, 
and placing some super bets. And look, what do I love most about the Super Bowl? It's the game. It's the game. It's not all the other stuff. It's not commercials. It's not halftime performances. It's the game. That's what I love about the Super Bowl. And uh, look, head on over to FanDuel because FanDuel has so many different ways for you to end your season with a W or two or three. So not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for who will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. And look, new customers, get in on the action. Join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, folks, let's get into the other side of this conversation. What are the concerns? What does Bobby Babich have to figure out? Well, first of all, the concern is the growing pains, right? This is a first-year defensive coordinator. Uh, doesn't appear that he has any history calling plays, right? There's a there's a lot for him to to figure out. And typically, there's some growing pains along the way with that. Now, you love that he's supported, like we talked about in the opening segment, by Sean McDermott. That's very, very, very helpful. But this is a first-year coordinator. And, you know, I think you've... You could probably look throughout the history of the NFL and seeing how that's had some challenges. Look at Ken Dorsey last year, first year coordinator and, and what that produced, right? So there's there's that piece of it to be mindful of. Again, I think you mitigate that with Sean McDermott existing and the other coaching talent that exists, but you know, that that certainly is the concern. And not to mention the schedule. And I think the Bills have, I don't know, a reasonably hard schedule next season. Who knows at this point, right? Things change so much in the NFL and what teams are supposed to be, they're typically, you know, sometimes they're not, and teams are better than you think, all that happens. But looking through this slate of teams he has to face, you get the 49ers, the Dolphins twice, Kansas City, Houston, the Rams, Baltimore, Detroit. You know, those are those are some big-time offenses. Those are some big-time offensive minds in Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid and Bobby Slowick and Sean McVay and uh, Todd Monken and Ben Johnson and Mike McDaniel. And that, that doesn't even include the Jets. You know, and what 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 are they going to be with Aaron Rodgers and a lot of desperation there? I mean, I'm looking through the schedule, and when you look at the quarterbacks that he's going up against next year, it's either like a high pick that has shown promise, a handsomely or or a handsomely paid veteran. It's like who who are the who are the cupcake quarterbacks going to be? The Patriots, and who knows what that's ultimately going to end up being. The Colts, uh, Anthony Richardson, he looked pretty good when he was healthy. He's going into year two, and you know he should be a lot more stable. You know, it's not like you see a bunch of cupcakes like Geno Smith and the Seahawks. You know, it's a tough slate of offensive minds and a tough slate of quarterbacks, and so that's going to be a big challenge for Bobby Babich in his first season as the Bills' defensive coordinator. And so, yeah, that would be my concern is that. Now, what does Bobby Babich have to figure out? Oh, he's got a lot on his plate. There's no question. There's no question he's got a lot to figure out. So let's talk about that. I think the first thing, and not that this immediately becomes his entire problem, right? He can't he can't possibly be reasonably uh blamed for past performances, but he's got to figure out these playoff elimination games. They're getting embarrassing on the defensive side of the football. Three to Kansas City. The Bengals loss, you know, the defense really not being able to preserve the lead against Houston. It's been like a five-year deal of defensive letdowns in playoff elimination games. 
And I hope that Bobby Babich is going to spend a lot of time this offseason looking at those games, looking at those circumstances, and figuring out what needs to be different for the Bills to not get bounced in the playoffs because their defense couldn't hold up their end of the stick. So that that's a huge part of what he's got to study and figure out. And again, that's that's Bobby Babich is not responsible for those past moments, but now this is his defense. And we're looking at him as a guy that can hopefully get that figured out. I think that he's got a lot to figure out with the defensive line, a ton. And again, some of this is Brandon Bean's problem, but you're either going to need a bunch of new contracts or you're going to need a bunch of new players. At defensive tackle, your only player under contract for 2024 is Ed Oliver. All the rest of them, expired contracts. So you either need new contracts or new players. On the edge, Greg Rousseau, Von Miller, Kingsley Jonathan, your only players under contract for next year. And so you're probably going to have to get a bunch of new players there as well. And so as we are hopeful that the defensive line can show up in bigger ways than it has in those playoff elimination games, you know, it could have to be done with some new names. And maybe that's not a bad thing. I'll be honest with you. I'm not panicking about this in terms of who we might lose. I'm really not. I'm not paying AJ Epinesa $10 million a season. I'm not sweating over north of 30-year-old players you know, on expiring contracts like a Leonard Floyd or a da- Daquan Jones or a Shaq Lawson or a Jordan Phillips. I'm just not stressing about that. But th- it does create the urgency and the need to get some new pieces in here and for them to perform. So, yeah, a lot to figure out with the defensive line, not to mention a defensive line coach, right? You just lost Eric Washington uh, to become the defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, and you, you, got a, you got an opening there, and who knows what more openings could come, right? This always can be a little bit strange. You don't know when coaches' contracts expire, uh, if they're going to be retained, not retained, all that, right? There's there's always those mystery moments, and we don't know what they are yet, but we do know, know that the Bills need a defensive line coach, and that's a very important coach on any staff. So then at linebacker, uh, you're very excited to have Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano back. That should be an amazing pair of linebackers next year. But something I said this week on the podcast, and I'm going to say a lot, The Bills being able to play with three linebackers is going to be critical. Dorian Williams is a very important X factor for this defense moving forward. And getting him on the field as a third linebacker, being able to play uh, with bigger personnel against 12 and 13 and and 21 and 22 personnel, like a lot of two back, a lot of two tight end stuff, three tight end stuff. The best offenses in the NFL are doing it. I've been saying this. This is going to be a big part of our offseason. The best offenses are out there running two, three tight ends and multiple backs. The Chiefs, the Lions, the Dolphins, the Rams. They're Baltimore, right? The best offenses, that's what they're doing. And so defenses have caught up to the spread, wide open, 11 personnel, empty, all of that. They've caught up. But now the the pivot is back to bigger people on offense. And that means you got to put bigger people on defense. And so that's going to be a big task for Bobby Babich to help with that evolution. I think a big part of that is going to be Dorian Williams. And so getting him to the point where he can be an X factor for this defense, not necessarily an every snap player, but I think he's going to have a meaningful role and he's going to be an important piece of this defense along with Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano at corner. You know, I think you have options, but sorting this out between Rasul Douglas and Trey White, and Kyer Elam and Christian Benford, you got to figure it out. 
And I feel pretty certain that Christian Benford and Rasul Douglas will be your best two corners next year. But if Trey White's healthy, what does that look like? Kyer Elam, year three, is he ready to take a step, right? There's things to sort out there. And then, boy, oh, boy, you got a lot to figure out at safety. Micah Hyde, Taylor Rapp, expiring contracts. Cam Lewis, expiring contract. Do you want those guys back? Probably not. Maybe. Jordan Poyer is under contract. You can free up a bunch of cap space from moving on. Like, like what does your safety situation look like? So there's a bunch to figure out. But I'm glad that he's the one coordinating this defense. I'm glad that Sean McDermott made this choice. And I'm excited to see how they can collaborate moving forward to elevate this defense, right? To, boy, oh, boy, if you lose in the playoffs, let it let it not be because your defense can't stop anyone, right? And, and the frustrating part of that is because they, they're so good during the regular season. The discrepancy has to be different, right? Can no longer just be this great regular season defense, great playoff defense against not great quarterbacks, right? What do you look like the next time you face Burrow? What do you look like the next fa- time you face Mahomes in the playoffs? Because those are coming. You should want that to happen. If you're going to go to the Super Bowl, you're going to have to beat those teams. What does it look like? Hopefully, Bobby Babich is a big part of that solution. All right, folks, there you have it. Bobby Babich, the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. Hopefully, this was a helpful conversation for you to learn about Bobby Babich and start to think about what he's thinking about as he takes over this defense. Our next conversation will be maybe, right? Who knows? Who knows? The, the breaking news and the offseason sometimes disrupts our calendar. I was prepared to do the entire coaching staff review. Um, I was literally about to record it, and then the Bobby Babbage news came through, and so we had to pivot. So I'm planning on on our next conversation being our performance review for the Bills coaching staff, and I'll have a lot to share uh, when that comes around. But uh, we had to pivot, handle this breaking news, and breaking news that I'm very, very excited about. So Bobby Babbage, the defensive coordinator. All right, folks, that's it for today. Would love it if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.